and welcome to another book on the shelf podcast i'm jet and i'm jen and we're on episode 101 what i know (laughs) pretty excited um if you've been around for a while or if you're new uh we have a blog we have an entire website it's anotherbookontheshelf.com uh all of our episodes are there links to our social medias and as i said we have a blog uh each of us usually try to post one blog every month y'all know how this summer's been we're just gonna leave that there yeah but sometimes we've realized that we've like come on to some pretty good things and we're like why are we not also doing these as podcast episodes episodes. right uh so last fall jen wrote a lovely blog called four books where the setting is a character um so we're like there's so many books where that applies so we should do an episode on it um and like little teaser here uh and if this sounds wonderful and lovely it's because genevieve wrote it her very own self uh you know those books that are heavy on atmosphere the ones with spooky houses and wild landscapes the ones where the setting itself is a character some of those are our favorites in books where the setting is a character the city or the landscape or house has a personality and you and you know that that story couldn't take place anywhere else from haunted houses to living cities the authors of these books breathe just as much life into their settings as they do their characters so we're just gonna like dive in talk about the atmosphere talk about the locations the houses the stuff um what's one of your favorites well i mean if we're gonna like you know start with the the blog post Mm -hmm. i feel like you know mexican gothic seems like a a pretty good place to start we really enjoyed that book yeah we also did an episode on that one we did and like truly because because of the like particular way like, I mean, it's basically a weird haunted house story, mm-hmm. right? So the house is very much a character. And then it's, like, to a degree that, like, takes it even one step further. Yeah. Because it's, like, because of the weird spoilers, by the way. <laughs> Spoiling Mexican Gothic for everyone right now. Um because the weird like mushroom fungus is basically like making it like sentient like yeah which like makes it even more like like it really is a character yeah 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 and she builds the atmosphere in that one so well that like yeah the house itself and and the weird mushrooms (laughs) well and just like as soon as you say mexican gothic like i can envision the house the staircases, the wallpaper, and then because they, they had a bit more property, right? Like there was like the cemetery yes. and gardeny things and like just the foggy hill kind of stuff. Like I can just immediately see all of it. Um, exactly. Like I, th- I think of that stuff before I actually think of the characters. Like I know, right? Now that I think about it, I don't know if I can tell you a character name. I can tell you what happens and like who's important and what oh they do. Oh my God, I don't think I could either. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, we're always bad with that anyways. If it's something that we like, we immediately can't give proper <laughs> information. <laughs> there was a book, and there were people in it, and we loved it. And stuff happened. Whoops. <laughs> I actually do just forget everybody's names and things. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I think that's just because as soon as you were talking about doing that as a blog post, like that was the first mm-hmm. one that came to mind for me as well. Um, and I know you just picked up another book by Sylvia Marino Garcia, and I know, and I have one um, on my Kobo that I thought I was looking up the description of, but I was actually just opening the book itself. Um, Velvet was the night, so I'm wondering, like, I have that one also. If that's also a thing, like if that's just, and I know I feel like in the last episode we were talking about because her newest book is mm-hmm. based on um, the Island of Doctor Moreau, which definitely I feel like that's gonna have some like setting oh, vibes. Oh, for sure, for sure, right? Yeah, in certain dark things, like it's a vampire book, but like looking at the cover, it looks like it has a bit of like an urban fantasy vibe, like a a bit of like a neon. Mm. vibe going for it I might be just making that up based purely (laughs) on the cover we'll find out when I read it I'm toying with the idea of making October like a vampire reading month so oh that's good yeah um but there's always like good vibes with those kinds of books too you know oh yeah so good yeah um one of the now I think I own two of the other books on your list but I've not read the other three. Okay. Um, so, you know, I mean, spoil as you wish. I don't care. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because you also had Wilder Girls. Yes. Um, which I feel like, yeah, I have no idea what, I don't actually know what that's about. It was just like, you read it and you liked it, so I got it. <laughs> yeah, so that one, that one, like, basically there are these girls that were at this boarding school on this island. And some kind of weird toxic event happened. Mm -hmm. So they call it the tox and it like infected the island and the girls. So they Mm -hmm. all have these, these slightly bizarre, um, I guess deformities you might call them if they survived the, the illness. So like, like things like having scales or like having a weird, like, 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 like mutations really. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Mutations. And, but like the island has all of these mutations as well, like all the animals on it and everything. So, again, the island is very much its own kind of character, sort of in the way, in a similar way to Annihilation, I would say. I was just going to ask, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely got some Annihilation vibes. It's like Annihilation meets Lord of the Flies, but with girls. Cool. Yeah. One thing, as soon as you said, like, that it was on an island, that made me think of Shutter Island. Mm. Uh, which is Dennis Lehane, whom we know that I love. Um, and also, like, <laughs> was also a movie, so, you know, adaptations, yes. my jam. But because as, as soon as that, because like, I think, right, like, as soon as something's on an island, even, you know, like, we talk about Jurassic Park all the time, like, oh, it, yeah. it, because it creates that closed environment. Absolutely. It, like, you know, like, it's not like you're just like, I mean, okay, obviously, like, New York can be a character for sure, because it's New York. But that kind of, you know, like, if it's just like a general city on a continent, whatever. But as soon as it's an island, it, because you know, like in theory, you know, you're kind of stranded, or like, you know, the guest list by Lucy Foley was the same thing, right? Like it's on an island, it's spooky. There's so much. I feel like when there's an island, like the weather comes into play more, For as sure. that like environment character setting kind of like thing, like immediately, like as soon as it's just like, oh, it's on an island, mm, all of these things. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Yeah, well, and even actually the Scorpio races, so the other one that mm-hmm. I talked about, is also on an island. Nice. So it's, you know, like, much different. It's basically, like, if you're reading it, you're like, okay, this is obviously modeled on Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, except that there are, like, water horses Ooh. that, like, like they're dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. they live in the sea and they will come out and murder you. <laughs> <laughs> they're vicious. They're murder horses. Amazing. Um, yeah. So, like, and because of that, the island does have a very sort of particular feel to it. And it does end up being a character in its own right. Because every year in November, they hold the Scorpio races, which is basically like a horse race on the beach. Where they capture and tame a water horse and run it on the beach. And it's very, like you might die doing this oh. yeah when I think like when I was kind of like looking this up because is, is Scorpio races like is that falling under like the YA umbrella sort of somewhere yes it is okay because um, obviously like there's a few books that like I thought of but then I was just you know trusting on our good old friend Google um, <laughs> once I got the word setting correct because obviously we know that I don't know how to use English words um <laughs> But so many that came up were YA. Mm, interesting. Um, and, I mean, obviously there's the series that we no longer speak of by the person whose name we shall not say. Um, <laughs> and when I saw that, I was like, actually, yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, especially when you think of the school itself. For sure. Yes, absolutely. Um, but that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> well, one that came up, too, was... Avonlea in Anne of Green Gables and I was like oh my god that's so cute (laughs) I mean that's that's pretty true actually well because when you you know like the seasons and just thinking about the location and like right like it totally incidentally also an island yes right (laughs) yeah well it's funny because when we were saying that then you said yeah New York and I was like okay but New York is also technically an island like at least Manhattan. That's right. Yeah. I think we may have cut stumbled on our thesis here. Yeah, I think we may have. <laughs> oh. But following along with the YA thing, um, they mentioned the Hunger Games in the different districts. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good call, right? Because if you think of, especially like the capital, just how they're, they have money and their clothes are different and their makeup and they're crazy and all that stuff versus like the actual districts who have nothing like that it completely it is a character right like it mm-hmm. builds everyone else another one that was mentioned is illuminate which actually i've read the first three pages of so i purposely like scrolling over that so i don't spoil things for myself <laughs> and then obviously like there was a bunch more that i hadn't read so i don't really want to like speak to them because like i don't know but yeah so it's just there's just i mean really like there's just so many options so many no books. for sure yeah, there's it's it's such an interesting like the way that places can yeah, become like their own thing. I think New York is a very interesting example because I do think New York in almost every instance I was gonna say, yeah. is a character. Like cuz I was thinking like yes, in the city we became it becomes very literal because mm. what she's doing with this like it's science fiction and the whole premise is that once a city reaches a certain I guess like age or 
I guess like cultural zenith or something, it manifests as an actual human person. So that person is like an avatar for the city. And in New York's case, because it has the boroughs, there's a person for each borough and then a person for the entire city itself. Hmm. And there's some kind of like weird eldritch horror that's trying to like swallow the cities. Um, it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. So like that sort of taking something like looking at those kinds of cities, right? Like the, the ones I think, um, that I remembered for sure were, I think, um, Rio had like a person, Paris, um, Hong Kong, basically all of these like older, well-known cities that like, again, with something like Paris, you're like, yeah, in every instance, pretty much mm-hmm. that city is it it has like a a meaning in itself like yes there's almost like a shorthand for it yeah but thinking even specifically about new york like i think about like another country i think of Mm -hmm. goldfinch and like in all of those yeah. yeah new york is this this extra character in the book well and in a way we're like it's a character because like it wouldn't work somewhere else it wouldn't right. be the same it would be a different story for sure um because and yeah i feel like you know so many of the ones that are in ireland or scotland i'd mm-hmm. mentioned like lucy foley but like stuff like train spotting too um right which i do have that book and i've tried to read it so many times but oh, it's written... written in dialect right yes yeah so it's hard for my because yeah. i read my brain wants to read so fast <laughs> and that slows me down like i under like it's not that i don't understand it i can under like i understand it but <laughs> it just requires a little bit more yes um so i mean shout out to Irvine welsh but yeah like it's you know or i think that is like with a lot of cities too right so la confidential la's in the title mm-hmm. um or so many that take place in the south yes so if it's in New Orleans, if it's somewhere, Orleans, um, sure. you know, that's Savannah, Atlanta, mm-hmm. General Georgia, something like, because those cities, those towns have that history, that like living, breathing thing that like, you know, it's, I mean, not really Boston, but I feel it in Boston, uh, <laughs> but you know, but like. Like, Salem would be another one. And, you know, like the Alice mm-hmm. Hoffman books, any of those little... Um, are they actually in Salem in Practical Magic? No. They're just I some random I don't think so. Little... I think they're in, yeah, somewhere in New England. New England. Coastal Pres- town. I'm assuming they're in Massachusetts? I think so. The, and there's definitely, like, some of them, some of the books are in Salem, et cetera. Okay. Um, but I just had a moment where I couldn't actually remember for specifically. Um practical magic mm-hmm. but yeah right like anything again as soon as you get that coastal vibes you get that island like it's <laughs> the ocean gets involved and like well and then it's funny that you say that because now, now that we're thinking of new england i'm thinking even of stephen king and yes. the way that he particularly writes about new england has a very distinct feeling to it on well, his um so like castle rock maine is not right. real but if you've read any Stephen King, or even if you, you know, like, see the movies, or the fact that there's a show called Castle Rock. Castle Rock. Um, which is, like, such a brilliant idea to just, like, bring all these little bits of Stephen King together into a show. Well, especially um, because he does with some of the books. Like, they are existing in the same universe. Yeah, and it's so it's this place. So immediately, like, once you've read one, 
you then know, oh, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it becomes this other character. Yeah. So good. Very good. And it's not even a real place, which I mean, you know, I guess that's the whole point, right? Like I mean, yeah, because invented places can also be their own characters. Yeah. I was going to even, I mean, I was thinking of, of that as well, just because I think portal fancy, fantasies in general, which I think I touched on in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Did I say? Yeah. Because you um, said that and I was like, Bleh? Right. <laughs> yeah. So any any fantasy where you're going from our world into a different one that world takes on its own character. Like Narnia is a character in and of itself. Neverland is a character in and of itself. Wonderland mm. is a character. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. So all of these kinds of stories. Yeah. It's just so cool. I just love it. I love, I love the, when, when a lot of attention is paid to the setting and it becomes so just like ingrained in the story that the story could not be anywhere else when I think you know we talk about writing and stuff all the time too and like that's so much it's it's hard to write Um, unless unless it is somewhere say like New York or just if you have that envision like in your head just of like a place that you know or like something that exists Mm -hmm. so when people create not only like say fantastical characters or just regular human characters but in some place that doesn't exist Mm -hmm. like to come up with that and then like envision it and know what it looks like and what it smells like and what the weather is and what the topography is like yeah that's crazy yeah, and then it's not even only just about, like, what does it look like? But, like, how does it feel to exist in that place? Like, what is its history? What is... Mm-hmm. What does it mean to exist in that world? Yeah. Yeah. When I think, too, you know, we've been... Well, <laughs> we've been talking about New York, but when you think of, like, graphic novels and comics... You know, especially like on the DC side of things, it's Gotham, which yes, everyone in their heads like knows it's New York, but technically it's not. So it's, it's almost like the most of both, right? It's New York and a completely created play. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's all like Batman would not be Batman without Gotham. Gotham is absolutely absolutely a character in those, um, or like Sin City too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Distracted, just being like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I know, right? Well, and then I then I went in and completely like I was just like looking through my books to see what other ones, other than these four, that would qualify. Um, and I was looking at like some of my sci-fi stuff. So like, long mm-hmm. way to a small angry planet. They exist on this ship, and the ship almost becomes its own character because they live on it and they exist on it and it has like an AI computer thing that is actually a character oh well that would so like I just read Project Hail Mary and it's the same thing like the Hail Mary is a ship and it literally like wouldn't exist outside of like so all of those too actually I would say all of Andy Weir's 
yeah. books because Mars is its own character, really, in The Martian. Absolutely. Right? And then in Artemis, he's created an entire moon colony. So, of course, that's its own character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are all all the space ones. That's a good call. Yeah, right? Uh, well, I, I know I've... Because, again, yeah, I'm just trying to, like, what books have I read? Um, <laughs> we just did an episode on Riley Sager's Home Before Dark. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you know, kind of the same idea as Mexican God. Like, it has the spooky house, you know, that sort of idea. Um, a lot of... Kind of talking with sci-fi, I guess, like, a lot of thrillers, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's the spooky house or the you know some sort of place or a, you know the last time i lied there's a it's a summer camp and like right that's its whole own thing for sure um you know we watched we've always lived in the castle like oh true yeah or even yeah. Yeah, lock every door by riley sager again it's like the apartment building or the paris apartment like there's so many as i'm scrolling and really or like, I've read a lot of thrillers recently. <laughs> you know, Simone St. James, like the Sundown Motel. It's literally oh, yeah, the motel. True. Like there's, yeah, yeah. So I guess like any any genre that's relying heavily on setting as part of its entire like, I don't have a word texture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> atmosphere yeah it's gonna have like a really strong presence in the novel because it you get like to me setting becomes a character when you get the sensory stuff from it so you know the smells the feelings the spookies the whatever or then and then when it also like influences character like characters are choosing actions because of right um which then also like ties into the emotional connection right like those are the three things like emotion sensory and then like Mm -hmm. causing actions because if it was just like a city it would be like okay fine like well because certain cities are interchangeable i mean even new york can be interchangeable if you're not relying heavily on its inherent new yorkness exactly but where, like, it's influencing characters because it's New York. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, like, we had to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. Like, you're not necessarily doing that somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. and it's it's affecting what they're, they're doing. Yeah. Is it weird to, like, it's almost, it makes me feel, like, anthropomorphizing, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. I would say that that's true. And, like, literally in the case of City We Became. I just, like, I just cannot not envision Mexican Gothic in my head. <laughs> I know, right? It's just such a great example. It really is. It really, really is. Um, did you have other ones on your shelves? Those were the main ones I was thinking of. Um, also, um, another one I looked at was Heartbreaker by Claudia Day, which we did mm. one of our old book club episodes on, which I think really applies because it's like it's like this weird little cult community that 
thinks it's still the 80s. Yeah. Like, it's very much its own thing. Well, and because it has, like, the weather and the cold, so that affects what they're mm-hmm. wearing and what they're doing. That's a really good one. Yeah. Not that I, like, forgot about that book, but, like, I forgot. Well, to be fair, it's been a really long time since we talked about that one. Like, that was one of our first... That was, like, our first batch of yeah book club books. <laughs> and also the way my bookcase is, and also the fact that it's a hot mess right now, it's hard for me to just, like, <laughs> look at Fair. <laughs> fair. <sighs> Absolutely. Ay, 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 ay. Ay, 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 I just love it. Agreed. It's just too good. I'm trying to think, like, I guess American Psycho, like, that's New York again, too. Mm. And just, well, even just, like, his environment, like. Yes. Because he's just weird and cold and. Oh, American Psycho. Um, not a movie I'd really planned to watch on my birthday when I was in university, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, another one that I read was My Sister the Serial Killer. Yeah. Um, which is set in Nigeria. And, like, I didn't really think about it, but just, again, it has that, like, city situation. Right. But it's not one that, like, you would normally think about because we're not, I haven't read a lot of things set in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like that. But, again, that's also, it's like a crime thriller. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was trying to think of like other ones well I mean I did already mention the goldfinch because Mm. of New York but also because of that bit in the middle that's set in Las Vegas yeah that part always just stands out to me so much because Las Vegas is such a presence in that section of the book yeah like it's just this yeah this like stretch of desert (laughs) with the strip well I think too right like that same idea right so an island the desert Mm -hmm. you know like um, a colony on the moon yeah and then yeah the good old classic haunted house that's just such a good one (laughs) that is a classic (laughs) um I'm trying to think. I'm sure there's more. Of course, I'm just feeling like... Brain there has to be more. Oh, my God. The Shining. Oh, of course. Oh, my the God. The Hotel. Of course. So we are not in Maine. We're in Colorado. But it's right. The Hotel. Yes. Which I mean, again, sort of like as a haunted house. But a hotel is so different than a house. Uh, just as someone who has worked in hotel and has been in all the, it's like at the, you know, when we were at the gallery, when you, as soon as there's like hallways and extra levels and ins and outs and like, not necessarily like secret passageways, but like stuff only passageways. And like, it just creates so much more options for things. And yeah. like, but especially, yeah, the shining just with like the photographs and the things that he sees and the stuff and the thing and, the, uh, um, Well, and then, um, speaking of haunted houses, Slade House by David Mitchell is very much like that. Like, 
like the house is although it's not the house that's really haunted it's like the people that are living in it but it's like people keep getting drawn to this house and then they disappear that's interesting yeah it's cool and creepy well i think that book that i just picked up when we went on our bookstore adventure is some Mm. sort of like haunted house situation yes i love a haunted house well then it's and it's the same idea like it's that closed environment so it's an island it's a house it's a hotel Mm -hmm. it's a boarding school for girls you know like a lesson in vengeance or like um, right those are the stories that i like like where it's somewhat contained so therefore then you're constantly reacting to your surroundings because that's all that there is yeah exactly i love that too yeah i'm thinking also again now of um rebecca by daphne du maurier Mm. because it all takes place at manderley this old mansion that she goes and moves into with her new husband but that she really knows very little about and manderley is definitely like its own character which is kind of like haunted not not tech not like literally haunted but psychologically emotionally haunted yeah by yeah by rebecca who is the dead wife Mm. yeah the old wife who died yeah i've definitely never read nor seen any of the adaptations rebecca is amazing Mm. when i think too just kind of like scrolling through books that we've read recently and stuff uh, clap when you land like when you think about oh, yes. the time in new york and then the time in um the gr like that just the fact that there were those two locations like that kind of it changed things up it changed the people um, mm-hmm. that one, yeah that was a good one. Oh, so many bucks i know right <laughs> when i think to um Again, just talking about books that we read. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of the, well, quote unquote, violent in the duology, like Chloe oh, Gong's yes, duology, right? Like 1920s Shanghai. Mm-hmm. That was just as much, for me anyway, like a character. Um, because again, like I don't think it, it would have been different if it was somewhere else. Absolutely. Whereas, you know, we also just did conversations with friends and like that... That really could have been anywhere. Yes, agreed. Um, Even though it does take place in Dublin, it is in Dublin, isn't it? Are they I in Dublin? So, yeah. <laughs> they're on one <laughs> of those. I'm not even sure. <laughs> I know they're in Ireland. Um, but it's not about. Yes. Like the island itself, the location isn't doing anything to them. Yeah. They could have been going to school anywhere. They could have had the dinner parties anywhere. Like, it was just part of. You know, yeah, the goings on. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any like other other ones. Do we think that like the beach and the water was a character in like Jaws? Because like yeah, the shark sure. was a character. Yeah. But again, it wasn't as like. 
it was tied to that location kind of right like for sure and i think that there's something very tied to i mean like yes it's a made-up beach town but it's a very specific kind of place where you have mm-hmm. you know the summer people and then the people who live there all year round and a lot of their decisions about keeping the beaches open yeah was affected by economic considerations of the place that they're in yeah so oh, yeah i read um literally just scrolling through books that i've read now at this point <laughs> trying to be like what have i read do i read books um but uh cyril martinez is the dark library uh that was a book oh, that yeah. i got from coach house and you know it's yeah it's all takes place in the library and i mean the books themselves are kind of alive but in a way where like it's very much tied to that library and it has that kind of like when i think about mexican gothic it's because i immediately see everything Mm -hmm. and when i think about the dark library like i immediately it's not that i'm thinking of the story it's i see the library right um well because like that's just how like my brain always works like you know there's people who like don't can't see things in their head yes <laughs> which i mean that's... i just learned of this and it's fascinating to me because i don't understand it yeah there's people who don't see things in their head and there's people who don't have an inner monologue this is a whole other oh that's a topic whole other for another day but yeah so like that's how i can tell how something's affecting me because i can you know it's like when i see hear a song if i immediately like see a music video to that song mm-hmm. like i know that then i like that song like that kind of a thing so well, obviously, yes, any of the books that we read, like I envisioned it, you know, and I still remember stuff. That, but the ones where it turns far more into that visual, like, movie inside my head, those mm-hmm. are the ones where I'm like, oh, the setting is a character because, like, it's just so much bigger in my mind. Right. Definitely. Any others on your list? I don't think so. I think we covered all mine. Right? I mean, it was a good list. <laughs> we talked about a lot of books. We did talk a lot about a lot of books. I wrote most of them down, so. Amazing. Lucky for you uh, guys. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just kind of like, yeah, like flipping through more of the ones that we've read. So like when we talked about Fauna or the Pine Islands, those right. both, again, were creating this such an in-depth like location mm-hmm. forest water trees you felt like um and because again they kind of had mm, spooky supernatural something maybe to them yeah. like it it gives the setting so much more of a a real life character mm-hmm. yes. definitely so good books are amazing right (laughs) it's true books are just so good yeah um yeah awesome can there be like other things as characters for books i mean i was thinking like this i don't know if this like still counts as place but i feel like the ocean is very frequently yeah 
a character. Like, even in the Scorpio Rays, it's like, yes, the island is the character, but the ocean itself is also a character. Mm-hmm. And mostly because I was thinking of our homesick songs, which I actually think Newfoundland in that case is also a character, but there's something about the ocean as well. Cause one of the characters says something at one point to, I think a younger character, he falls in and she says something about how like the ocean, if the ocean gets a taste for him, it'll like want to keep him kind of. Oh. Yeah. Which like, I am obsessed with that with the ocean because I do feel like, I do feel like the ocean is a sentient thing that just wants to murder you. It wants to drag you down to its watery depths and never let you go. There is like, you know, when you watch like planet earth or like BBC, whatever the ocean ones always have, there is the weirdest Mm -hmm. effing bleepity bleep stuff down in the deep, deep, deep depths of the ocean. Oh yeah. And they, like, send the camera down there, and they're like, oh, look at this blah, blah, weird, whatever crab thing. And you're like, what the mother? Like, oh, yeah. No. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just no. (laughs) So, yeah, like, any book that kind of is, you know, ocean-related, when there's a ship on the ocean, when there's a, you know. Exactly. A submarine of that kind of thing, right? Like, yeah, like I'm thinking, like, um, the leagues under the sea. I always 20, forget 20, how many 20, leagues <laughs> I think it's 20,000, right? 20,000. I don't know. I always forget. I'm like, 10,000? Is it 20,000? Is it 40,000? I don't know. I literally never remember. <laughs> there are many leagues under the sea. Jules Verne. I can't yes. remember numbers. Yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but yeah, like in that case, I would say the ocean is definitely. Yeah. its own character or like I mean I've never read Moby Dick because it's extremely long but I would imagine that in that case too the ocean yeah I mean the whale obviously is a character but mm-hmm. but that's a I would say the ocean is too but like what I'm saying like the whale is like a an alive thing already like a yes breathing thing yeah um but yes yeah, so like it's yeah right like as soon as there's a ship as soon as there's even if it's like a road trip in a car, you know, like um, travels with Charlie. Um, mm-hmm. Most of the setting is him in his like sort of made up little truck van camper thing. So like, again, and, and it wouldn't be the same if it was a different vehicle. Yeah. Totally. Man, setting. Ugh. Right. Well, that's also the problem with the way that I see things is that I can see it all in my head, but then I can't necessarily turn it into words. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Which, again, is also why now I'm trying to turn most of my stuff into graphic novels because it's easier to be like, well, I see this because like that could be a panel versus then like turning that into like three pages of writing. You know? I do very desperately want to write a story where the ocean gets to be its own character. Yes. But the one with the... Not mermaids. Selkies? Yes. Yes. Right? That's the plan. Yes. That is the plan. Yes, yes, yes. She's brewing. She's brewing. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I always, rem- I always remember the things. And then I'm like, yes, write that. Go ahead. Go. Do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta finish this other one first. All right. All right. Finish, finish. 
No, you're close. You're close. I am close. I am close. And hey, that house is kind of character. Nice. Look at that. Like characters all over the place out of <laughs> settings. I know. Just, and it's, I feel like it's making me think of books that I want to read mm-hmm. or that I like have on the list. Because um, obviously, yeah, like I've I started reading the last of the the book of magic. So I think that's the last in the oh, nice. practical magic series. So I feel like that's going to have, you know, a situation. Um, and, you know, again, another Riley Sager is survive the night. That's one where they're like on a road trip. So it's going to be a car. It's probably going to be mm-hmm. a place. Um, well, I guess I, I started love a road trip one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, even before the coffee gets cold, like the cafe itself is how people like sort of, time oh, travel yeah. and stuff i'm not that far into that one so i don't fully know i really um, want to read that one i have the there's like it's an entire series did you know this no what yeah i think the third one just came out and there's actually supposed to be a fourth one so i have the first i can't remember what? if i got the second yeah there's the whole thing <laughs> oh my goodness oh yeah no and i have the second one too um obviously i mean walden hello i'm not oh, even man, paying attention to myself I'm again because because I haven't read it, but I'm assuming like that's gonna like Walden Pond itself is gonna have to be a character. The book's literally called Walden. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I feel like there's probably so many others. I'm like trying to scroll or like. I mean, again, yeah, I haven't read or seen Dune, but I feel like some sort of something with the setting and that's gonna be something, right? Yes, definitely. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did watch Dune. Oh, nice. With, like, the sandworms and stuff? No idea. Oh, damn. It's one of those ones where, again, like, I literally have no idea, so... Like, I say sandworms, and that sounds very... They're large. (laughs) Yes, no, I I, I envisioned them as large. (laughs) Yeah, they are. So, yeah, definitely. 100%. I th- and again, I think anything where you've invented another world, yeah, that does sort of start to take on its own character. Like, not to like get fully out of books because we are about books, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. of Star Wars and like the Death Star. Like, the Death yeah. Star is its own character. Yeah, you know. I mean, technically, Star Wars books exist, so we're not. This is true. Completely. In the wrong side true. of the on the wrong side of the tracks there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. On that, and that, I think that's just it, right? Like, that's why, because, you know, like, I've studied photography and film and movies, like, my entire life. I see everything. So that's how, that's my, like, connection to the books, right? So, like, when I can mm-hmm. see the books so much clearer, then it's like, oh, no, that's a character right there. That's a... Yes. That location is specific to this story, to these characters, to what's happening. Because, like, what is that... What's that one? It was definitely a movie, but it's for sure a book. And it's like, like something in the Garden of e- Midnight in the Garden of Oh, something. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Right? Like, isn't that yeah. you know somewhere in the That's south in, thing? Yeah, and... it's in. I think that one might be in Savannah. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Right, like that feels like it would have. I read it. <laughs> but yeah, it feels like it would have 
that kind of vibe. Yeah, like. yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it's gonna bug me now that I can't remember where this is taking place. <laughs> it is. It is Savannah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's one of those things where like I've never been to Savannah. Did we drive through Savannah when we went to Disney World? I don't know. But either way, I've definitely never like been to Savannah. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those places where I know. Same with New Orleans, right? Like you. Oh yeah. You just know, because it exists, even not outside of a book. Like it's a character. Like New Orleans is like a living thing to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. I would yeah, agree. Yeah. So as soon as it's as soon as you put one of those places in, um, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think that's really. I think that's one thing I really love about. I guess even not necessarily cities, but particularly cities that have a very distinct character about them Mm -hmm. that they are like their own they're they're practically living things which is why i was just so obsessed with the concept of the city we became i was like yes (laughs) yeah make them living people (laughs) that is that that makes sense to me (laughs) so good yeah i think i do i think i it's either on my list to get or i actually do own that one i think i own it the next one comes out real soon I do own it. I just... <laughs> reading, what? Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a trilogy, but it's actually just a duology. So, like, the next one comes out, and it's... Oh. Done. So, I can't remember what it's called. Ooh. Gonna be in my upcoming blog post. Sweet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I think... I feel like we've ended up with so many more books than I thought we would. Uh, right? Because at first I was like, well, man, we got those four on your blog list, but I don't know if there's any other than that. <laughs> Apparently there's a many. Apparently there is. Like all the books. Right? Um, yeah. So if you have any books where you feel like the setting is a character, obviously let us know. We'll do another blog post. We'll do another episode. We'll just shout you out on Instagram. All those things. Oh, man. But we're going to be back in two weeks where we're talking about little women yes what we're watching both movies or let me rephrase not both movies two of the movies there are many like there's at least least four four. yeah um all with super famous people um right (laughs) 1994 2019 we have watch parties going check out instagram for those um but yeah so we'll be back in two weeks and we'll be talking about uh the march sisters Yay. We'll see you then. Bye.